the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. Thank you, Roland J., and welcome to our KSLR Church of the Week program, where we let you know about great churches in San Antonio and meet the fine men and women who are, well, doing what they're called to do, these great servants, these shepherds, these leaders, these pastors. And, of course, every story is a God story because it's all about his story, and we're going to hear a great one today. Uh, yes, I'm Baron Wiley, and uh, you've been hearing the great daily devotionals this week from Dr. Ben Richardson of Northwest Hills Baptist Church, and he joins us now in the KSLR studios. Pastor Ben, welcome. Thank you very much. Privileged to be here in San Antonio. Well, thank you. You've been doing it for a long time. But before we get into your uh, the big story here, too, I just want to, for the record here, during the course of this conversation, both you and I are, I'm, I'm just coming off a summer cold. <laughs> You've got some summer allergies. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm forcing the water, and uh, so far, so good. <laughs> very nice. Well, all right, well, let's talk about what's happening at Northwest Hills uh, Baptist Church. Super. Um, Yes, good things going on at Northwest Hills Baptist Church. Um, We are in the northwest uh, side of San Antonio and endeavoring to reach our community for Christ and make disciples. A variety of ministry and opportunities with which we do that. Uh, Christian School, Northwest Hills Christian School, uh, to connect with members of our community other outreach activities and such, just trying to kick up a little dust for Jesus. That's right. How's the summer going? Did you just do a vacation Bible school? We did a vacation Bible school, yes, and that went really, really well. Um, Just uh, it went exceptionally smoothly, and we were this year doing it with kind of an all-volunteer staff. Wasn't sure how that was all going to play (laughs) out, but, you know, everything, um, everyone rose to the occasion and did well, and, and the Lord was honored in it, and we had more kids than we had last year in one decision for Christ. So oh, praise makes the Lord. it all worthwhile. That one is worth it all. God bless you for doing that. All right, well, let's start with your story here. I know you've been in the ministry for over 30 years. When did that calling come? What were you doing? Well, I came to know Christ when I was eight years old in Springfield, Missouri, uh, South Haven Baptist Church, and uh, I began following him. But when I was uh, in high school, um, I was on a Royal Ambassador camp weekend, and uh, several of the other guys I was roomed with um, had all been called into the ministry. And I really wanted to do whatever the Lord wanted me to do, but I didn't have the slightest inclination that the Lord wanted me to do something like that. And as they shared their stories of how the Lord began to get their attention and show them that, I began a season of time just seeking and talking to the Lord about that and I went to two or three of my pastor mentor friends mm-hmm. to talk about, well, how would I know and how can I know? And, you know, over the course of four or five months of uh, praying about it and thinking about it, one Sunday night, uh, the Lord just touched my heart and I knew exactly what his plan was and, and that was okay. And I responded to that and, uh, you know, haven't, haven't looked back on that. Is there any history of pastors or reverends in your family at all? Um, 
my father was a deacon, but I don't know of any in uh-huh. my direct lineage, any pastors. I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. And were you married at the time or single? Mm-hmm. Single. Yeah. Didn't uh, run upon my sweetheart until I got to uh, um, San Francisco area, went to Golden Gate Baptist Seminary. And, uh, oh, wow. Uh, my wife, Kate. How, how did you get to San Francisco? You know, I was very interested in missions. Yeah. I went to Southwest Baptist University in Bolivar, Missouri, and... Um, you know, Bible Belt was Bible Belt, and right. I was anxious to get out in other cultures and uh, make an impact for Christ and, and understand how I could better do that in mm. in other cultures, not just on a, in a land where there's a church on every uh, corner like, like it was in Missouri. Anyway, um, so I applied to several different seminaries, and Golden Gate was, I guess, the first one to respond uh, with an open door. Uh, that, you know, they were ready to, to talk with me about that. And the um, Lord was in that. And my uh, sweetheart had just finished a master's of religious education there. Ah. And she felt called to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> and and she graduated shortly after, actually shortly after I arrived, um, but hung around because the Lord hadn't yet showed her uh-huh. uh, who it was she was to marry. And so we happened to go to the same church. Uh, it wasn't even at seminary. Uh, uh, Shell Road Baptist Church in uh, San Re- uh, in Mill Valley, California, uh-huh. and just sat down next to each other one Sunday morning and then Sunday night, and the rest is history. I guess so. Well, congratulations! What a great story uh, of, of 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 now. She's by your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then so from San Francisco, you uh, what happened after that? Did you start pastoring right away? Well, I. Uh, I did some church planting work and things uh-huh. like that uh, in in the uh, while I was in seminary, uh, but then the Lord began to stir in my heart uh, to go into the military ministry, and it, it's really kind of strange how it happened. I had no inclination for that, mm-hmm. but there was a big controversy at the time I was there in the local Baptist association because um, one of the churches had. Uh, ordained some women deacons, okay. and some of the other churches disagreed with that. Not just a little, but a lot, yeah. and it was in the newspapers, and it just broke my heart at a place yeah. where, even though I have an opinion on the issue, um, at a place where, you know, 90-some-odd percent of people don't know Jesus, yeah. um, That's a problem, here, huh? here we're fighting among each other about a a seemingly little. small thing in the spectrum of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so a friend in seminary was planning uh, seeking to be an Army or Air Force chaplain, and I asked him why he would do that, and he talked to me about the way that, you know, in the in the military, people from all kinds of Christian backgrounds come together and focus on the things they agree about and not the things they disagree about. Yeah. That was like a breath of fresh air yeah. in the the uh, angst and troubles of that uh, that time. So, you know, Lord began to create some curiosity and interest there in that. And again, the more I began to pursue that, the Lord began to give me peace with that. And so uh, there wasn't room in, in the Air Force at the time for mm-hmm. me. So I went into the Army. Army. Uh, and so I spent 21 years uh, all over the world, uh, uh, stateside, Germany, Korea, Iraq, um, Wow. Turkey, Honduras, um, and and really a, a joyous time of serving the Lord. So today, do you still have maybe soldiers that you were 
ministering to? Do you still keep in contact with any of these guys? Do you know oh, where sure. they're at? Yeah. Yeah. Is you that know, rewarding I, for you? Oh, oh, it is. And I actually, I think uh, one dear friend comes to my mind. Uh, he just stayed in my house just oh. a few weeks ago. Um, he was uh, a young lieutenant when I was a young lieutenant. He was a military intelligence officer, and I was a chaplain. Our wives became friends, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, Lord, they were believers, and we kept up with each other all in our military career. Well, in the course of that, the Lord called him into the ministry, and at the 10-, 11-year mark, he surrendered uh, to the call of the ministry, resigned his commission, and went to seminary, and then served the Lord faithfully for 17 <laughs> years in Brazil wow. as as an IMB missionary. And then he just recently returned home in the voluntary retirement uh, uh, time that the IMB had this past fall. And so we, we picked him up from the airport and said, uh-huh. you, you're homeless. We understand that. Come to our house and bring your cats and we'll, you know, <laughs> uh, we'll make the best of things. And they're now relocated into the uh, uh, White House, Portland, Portland, Tennessee area. Oh, that's very so, nice, too. I'm yeah. Sure. So well, that's just one example of it. Oh, God bless you. We're talking to Pastor Ben Richardson from Northwest Hills Baptist Church. It's our KSLR Church of the Week. You can learn more about the church online at nwhbc.org. Of course, nwhbc stands for Northwest Hills Baptist Church. And uh, and Pastor, talk about what happens on a Sunday morning at Northwest Hills. Uh, a typical Sunday morning involves uh, our Bible study hour at 915 with classes for Uh, all ages, um, children, youth, uh, students, uh, and adults Mm -hmm. in a variety of uh, different teaching styles and formats. Um, Our worship time is at uh, 1030, and it's a uh, nicely blended style that balances younger and older and different tastes of people in regard to music. Uh, our real focus is to have a spirit-led worship time that focuses on God's Word. And so you would you would see, if you really examined it, that every song in one way or another is planned to uh, focus or uh, accent the theme and the direction that we're going. I'm mm-hmm. right now preaching through the book of First John, mm-hmm. a series I call Sure with a question mark because the book of First John gives us great assurance in our faith. But it also gives us some questions if we don't know Christ. I mean, if I don't have love, which is what the passage that we're dealing with this Sunday, ah. then the scripture would cause me to question if I really do know who Christ is at all, if there's no love within me. And so that's been So Blessed our, Assurance, did you sing that song? Uh, I'm sure we have sang <laughs> Blessed Assurance, but I, I couldn't tell you which week which we way, did right, that. Right. That's good, and 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 the dress code. What's the what's what should I wear? Um, we? Wide range of dress code. I yeah. normally wear a suit, but that's just pastor garb. Yeah. Um, but you'd find people in a few people in suits, but most people in slacks or jeans or maybe shorts. I mean, there's a wide range of yeah. uh, of that, and no one's uh, turned away at the, the door the church because has a they split, don't. Huh? Yeah, no, um, <laughs> no one's turned away at the door because of their attire or anything like that. Well, you're located at 6585 Heath Road right here in San Antonio. It's, a, it's, a, it's called Northwest Hills. You're on the northwest side of town. So if I'm go- I guess I'm going up I-10 or 410. What's the best way to get there? Well, if you were uh, on 410 uh, heading to the west and you exited at Bandera, uh-huh. you would go to Grissom mm-hmm. and turn left. 
and I don't know, it may be a mile and a half or two to Heath Road, just past Leon Creek, and you'd turn right at the stoplight of Heath Road, and it's about nine-tenths of a mile. Come to a fork in the road, and then the church is in the middle of the fork of the road, and do, so... Do you remember the first day you drove up to the church? I do. Mm-hmm. What, how, how did you get there? I don't know. I'm not sure I know your question. From seminary, how did you get the invitation to come be the, oh. the face of, uh, of Northwest Hills? So I was pastoring in uh, Abilene, Texas, actually a little small suburb of town uh-huh. called Ty, and at Ty Baptist Church. I think it's pronounced Ty. Ty. It, it probably <laughs> is. Uh, and most people don't know it by name, but if you mentioned the West Tigo gas station with the big oil derrick that used to be there, they uh, said, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I was pastoring there, uh, working on a doctorate at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, in the course of completing that, uh, Northwest Hills uh, called, and Lord showed that he was leading me in this direction, and we Kindly accepted that invitation, and we're glad to be here. San Antonio's been good to you. It it has been, though it's been pretty hot this year. Yeah, a little bit here. We we've uh, last year was wonderful with all the rain, et cetera, here. But uh, but with your military background, then did you have business on our bases here at all? Any connection with our base? Well, I mean, I during my journey of t- twenty one years, I had one tour here in San Antonio uh-huh. at Brook Army Medical Center back when it was over on Fort Sam, and uh, and I. Spent some of my time at the main hospital and other at Beach Pavilion where I did a lot of my clinicals. I was going through a program called Clinical Pastoral Education, which refines your uh, skills in helping people in trauma and difficult Mm. situations. So that was a great time. How did your military experience help you in your pastor role? Uh, So so many ways. you know, learning much about counseling and dealing with people one-on-one and mm-hmm. how to help them in various states of uh, difficulty. Um, but also in um, helping people in, in the crises times of life because, you know, I can't tell you how many memorial services mm. and and notifications and things of that nature that I had to do in the military. Mm. and. And one other it was after I left San Antonio the first time, I was assigned in El Paso at William Beaumont Army Medical Center. And one year of that was probably the hardest year of ministry that I've ever had because I was assigned to the Army's Drug and Alcohol Treatment Center there. Hmm. Not for my own treatment. Thank you. But it was for my own treatment because yeah. I needed to learn how to... Uh, come alongside people who are wrestling with something that was a whole lot bigger than they were, uh, just like we all wrestle with those yes. kind of things. And so that was a, a difficult but a learning year. And when I went to my first church after I retired, it was in Kentucky, um, it didn't take two weeks of meeting people and being around that community to understand every person in the congregation had someone who was struggling uh, with drugs or alcohol or some addiction or was in jail or had broke their marriage or they didn't know their daddy or, or just various things. And it was like, huh. In fact, we started a Celebrate Recovery program there, uh, second year we were there. And mm. it was just, it wasn't one of those programs where, oh, come ye all ye thousands. It was come ye all ye onesies mm. and twosies yeah. as Christ, uh, you know, comes alongside them and some of them, you know, 
fall off right into the ditch mm-hmm. uh, and you never see them again. And others lean into that and embrace Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, next thing you know, they have a job. Next thing you know, they have a car. Next thing you know, they have an apartment. Next thing you know, they've been promoted to manager. And, and, and you're like, yay. Yeah. Praise the Lord for that. Hey, again, we're talking to Pastor Ben Richardson. Dr. Ben Richardson there uh, of Northwest Hills Baptist Church uh, located on Heath Road on the northwest side of San Antonio. You can learn more about him online at nwhbc.org. And again, we're so honored to have them as our KSLR Church of the Week. We've enjoyed your devotionals every day this past week. Uh, you mentioned a little bit of what you're talking on now. What do you, you, know, you have a plan for the fall here, What's, what you're going to be talking about then? I do. Starting uh, the 27th of uh, August, I think that's Sunday, uh-huh. um, I'm going to be, begin a series called Victorious, looking at uh, spiritual warfare mm. and how, as a believer, the Lord intends for us to be victorious over sin every day through him. And so we're going to be unwrapping uh, Ephesians 6, uh, mm-hmm. 10 through 20, really, uh, as well as other supporting passages that help us understand victory's already been won, and how then do we put that into practice and 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 have that victory, uh, not somehow suggesting we'll have some sinless perfection here, um, but there is a difference between um, making progress in our holiness, if I can use that word, mm-hmm. and growth uh, of our lives, um, and just resting on our laurels, uh, muddying our way through life. So uh, really looking forward to that time. It's just been one of those that's been stirring in me for a while, and uh, you know, I haven't even completed all of that, mm-hmm. but, and we're going to unwrap all the armor and such, but sure. um, going to spend a week looking at, uh, at the adversary, but mostly at the adversary's tactics, so that We can enable people to recognize, well, as a friend of mine put it uh, on Twitter this week, I pray that at the first smell of the devil that I will stop in my tracks and go in the other direction. Mm -hmm. Oh, if we could just realize that we're getting closer, Mm -hmm. we're we're in the shadow uh, of a trouble, Um, I'm afraid – most of the time, we don't know it till we're already halfway through the door, and then we say, how did I get here? Yeah. Can I put in my, my request for a victory in Jesus to be sung that day? Well, I, you know, I've been, <laughs> I, I've been thinking about what, what our theme song, if we have one for that. I assure you, victory in Jesus will be sung. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I would kind of love uh, to have a, ver- a contemporary version. Ah. You know how many great musicians today are taking a Classic. well-loved mm-hmm. hymn, uh, like Just As I Am, mm-hmm. and then they add this part to it that makes it come av- absolutely alive. Yeah. You know, here I am broken and such. There's yeah. a new one just about the, that. Just the amazing grace resurrection that it had with that Ab- new twist. Absolutely. So I, I I don't know, maybe someone out there knows of a song just like that. Right. Let, let me know or maybe the Lord's sent one to you. Well, I, if I, you know the song, you can call the pastor at yeah. 210-522-1000. <laughs> That's 210-522-1000. Uh, just ask for Pastor Ben. They, they call you Pastor Ben. They, they do, yeah. Very good here. We talked about the one ministry of, of helping uh, in the recovery uh, ministry there, too. You also do a food pantry thing that's very special. That's correct. I should be clear. We don't have a recovery oh. ministry where I am now. This was in a previous assignment. Um, we do have a amazing food pantry ministry mm. uh, that's been ongoing for a number of years, and uh, we work through the San Antonio Food Bank. Mm-hmm. And um, like 
yesterday, and it happens every Wednesday, well, it takes Tuesday to prepare for it. And we have a host of volunteers who come in and they short clothes because we have a clothes pantry too. And they prepare sorting out all the foods and getting it all ready. And then come uh, Wednesday, we'll have people lined up outside in the parking lot when mm-hmm. I arrive. And yesterday, 60-some-odd Family baskets of food were shared with needy people in our community. And it's just joy to be the hands and feet of Jesus to help people in need. I remember talking yesterday on the phone with a new resident of our city who needed some help. And I said, come on over here. You called on the right day. Uh, You know, I don't know him yet. I didn't get to meet him because he came when I wasn't there. But yet it's a way to help someone who... I'm new here, and I don't have any uh, much food. I don't have much money, but I want to get uh, my life in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you help? Another way you're helping families is, again, with the school that you mentioned on campus there at the church. Yes. There. Can you talk about the school? And you guys are getting ready for the new school year already. Yes, we, we love our Northwest Hills Christian School uh, and our new principal, Dr. Liz Calderon. Uh, we're excited about what the Lord is doing there. Uh, our school is a private school, Christian school, mm-hmm. a ministry of our church. Um, and in that, we uh, have about 300 students, uh, pre-K-3, all the way through 8th grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, really just a super education organization. Uh, I'm I'm just tickled to be a part of it. I, I get questions from people. We had an event the other night, a movie night, a family fun night, and one of the couple's families that was there knew that we were right next door to our school building. They said, well, why? what's different about a Christian school education? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, uh, a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, I said, because our express purpose is to educate children, but also to uh, win them to Christ and to disciple them toward mm-hmm. him and make spiritual leaders for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, and also, uh, every day starts with um, the children getting together, uh, singing a song, um, uh, hearing God's word and having a prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to have that in a public school. I'm not down in public school. I'm just saying one of the distinctions of our Christian school and most mm-hmm. is that you have those elements there. We also have chapel once a week, and I enjoy my opportunities uh, at least once a month uh, to um, share God's word with, uh, with the children and uh, talk about Jesus. And uh, this year, our uh, t- we just order a new t-shirts with the theme of our uh, year for our church and school, and it's all based on Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And so that's on the back of the shirt, and on the front of the t-shirt, it has a one-way sign and the word Jesus under it. That's right. And so we, we want to be unashamed that Jesus is the only way uh, to a relationship with God and an eternity with him. So if someone wanted to learn more about the school or wanted to ask a question about uh, this year, can they register now? Uh, What number should they call? They should call 210-522-1102. They can reach that also through our website. You will see a link to our Christian school, um, and it would be our pleasure to aim you in that direction. We still do have uh, some uh, space 
for the upcoming school year. Um, not a lot of space left, but if you're seeking that, we, we would be delighted to give you a tour of our facility, share with you about our passion for our children and our education, mm-hmm. and let you get to know us and, our, and what we can do. Again, that number is 522-1102. That's 522-1102 for the, uh, for the Christian School. And again, the direct link at the website, nwhbc.org. So before we wrap up here, uh, something fun I saw on your Facebook page. You've got a bunch of godly men that like to break out, oh, I don't know, their hunting gear. You had something called the Beast Feast last year. We did. What was that? Well, the, the Beast <laughs> Feast was a... Uh, it was kind of a smush and a combination of things. It was men getting together and sharing in some wild game uh, meal yeah. and uh, reaching out to other people, other men of our community who have a similar passion, um, and at the same time uh, sharing Christ mm-hmm. uh, in that environment in hopes that uh, some people might uh, be a part of it um, because they're interested in hunting, but they might not know what they're really hunting for, mm. and that um, they might uh, discover uh, the one who's hunting for them passionately, Correct. and his name is Jesus. That's beautiful. I love it. it. looks like a lot of fun. We did it in our gym. We had uh, almost 200 people, and it yeah. was a great time in the Lord. Dr. Paige Patterson from Southwestern Baptist Seminary did the uh, uh, devotion or the teaching time. Uh, I say that. It was really more of a hunting show and display and a sharing of uh, how to follow Christ. Well, again, you can follow Christ uh, by going to the church. You can follow them on Facebook as well. Uh, but learn more at the website at nwhbc.org. As we're running out, we ran out of time, Pastor. I had a lot. Can't I know believe it. You've got a great children's ministry. I know I wanted to showcase there the men's ministry, women's ministry, the retreats, the the VBS, and the summer camps, and the new fall series, and of course it'll be Christmas and Easter before you know it. It will. Well, God bless you for what you're doing for answering the call. Welcome to San Antonio. I know you've been here a few years already, but thank you for coming and serving like you do. It's my pleasure. Dr. Ben Richardson of Northwest Hills Baptist Church, our KSLR Church of the Week. And if you missed any part of this conversation, hey, go to KSLR.com, click on our podcast page. You can hear this on demand anytime. Or, uh, again, that's at KSLR.com. But, again, I encourage you to go to nwhbc.org, which, of course, stands for Northwest Hills Baptist Church. I'm Baron Wiley, and I thank you so much for listening to our KSLR Church of the Week right here on AM630. KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.